So in the song From Time by Drake with Janae, he says that who the fuck wants to be 70 and alone? You don't even know what you want from love anymore. I search for something I'm missing and disappear when I'm bored. But girl, what qualities was I looking for before? Man, what was I looking for before? And, you know, I get what I'm looking for and then I get bored. Especially when you're young, right? You, you're always searching for something. You're kind of searching for that missing piece in you, that person that's going to give you everything that you don't really have. And once you get it, you realize, is this really what I need? Is this really what I want in my life? When you get to that point that you actually, something could get come out of this. It could become, it can grow into a relationship. But then you start having those, you know, those thoughts like, if I'm in a relationship, I can't do this. Or do I really want to give up my personal time for this person? Do I really want to put my all into this person? And that's where it sucks because that's when you realize you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're just with this person because you're lonely and it's not real. And I think that's why people are scared to pursue an actual relationship because they don't want all that time to go to waste because it's a lot to be in a relationship. It's not just... We're together, it's a title. It's like you're putting your all into somebody, you're putting your time. Like, time is so valuable. Like, we're on this earth for a limited amount of time. If I'm giving you a piece of my time, like, we're going to make it worth it. If it's not worth it, then that's when I'm going to have to say goodbye. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt, and today we got a very special guest. Like I said, they're all very special guests. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, guys. My name is Melody. What's up? Excited to be here. Excited to talk. So it's an honor being here. Thank nah, you. I appreciate you coming through. <laughs> so first of all, first of all, I know I never asked this question because it's like basic, but why Melody? Like explain it to them. Okay, okay. I get this question actually a lot because... um. Okay, so my family, they call me Mela, so Mela, and then my middle name is Daniela, so Melody, you know, everyone talks about, like in music, like, oh, Melody this, Melody that, so I kind of like put it together, I don't even remember when I've done it, but it's been like, since I was like in middle school, where I was like, okay, if I ever had like an artist name, it'd be Melody, so when I started recording, I was like, all right, perfect, I'm gonna do it. I'm still, sometimes I was still iffy about it, though, I was like, hmm, is that like too cheesy, too corny? But I feel like it was, like, really me. You're cheesy? You're corny? No, I meant, like, melody. Like, yeah. I feel like one of my fortes, I think, is, like, coming up with melodies, like, on a track or something. So I feel like it fit, you know? So I feel that. Especially what? No, I was going to say also, also what put me towards that direction of that name was, like, when I was younger. I really loved The Little Mermaid. So there's, like, a second movie where she had, like, a daughter, and she sang and stuff, and her name was Melody. And every time I was, like, a little girl be like, oh my god, I'm her, I'm Melody. So, I don't know, I just always love that name. Right off the bat, just growing up, you always pick that name, right? In middle school, you picked Melody. Most people don't really say, oh, I'm going to be an artist in middle school and follow through with it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you've grown up a lot, th- and there's been a lot of stages, right? The church choir, auditioning for The Voice, mm-hmm. all these different paths that you've kind of taken, and they're all music-related. Mm-hmm. So... Talk about those experiences and, you know, what you've learned in each step of the way. One of my first memories is, like, me putting a karaoke (laughs) on YouTube and, like, singing it. And then, like, I didn't know my family was listening. But, like, when I finished, they all, like, started clapping for me. Like, oh, my God, you sing so good, you know. 
So they started making me sing at family parties, you know, um, at church. I started singing at church. Um, and like you said, I tried out for The Voice in high school. I didn't make, like, the actual live tryouts, but, like, I, I passed, so the round. So that was, like, that was, like, an affirmation for me. Um, yeah, so in middle school, that's when I had, like, the artist name, and um, I actually would write songs and stuff, like, I'd find, like, beats on YouTube, and I'd just write songs, but never for anybody to, like, hear and stuff. Only, like, my close friends, like, I'd sing something to them, they'd be like, oh, that's, like, really good. But, um, yeah, so that's how I started, just doing little, my own songs. I had, like, a notebook full of it. Um, I really like doing covers. I posted covers on, like, Facebook back then when I had Facebook and on Instagram. Then um, I was like, okay, like, I want to put some you know, something into this. Like, I want to actually start making a song. So, like, I would, like, search up, like, how do I get to record a song, you know? So, at, like, 18, I, like, searched up, like, studios in Chicago, blah, blah, blah. This was actually the first studio <laughs> I ever, like, um, recorded in at Music Garage here. Why are you telling my location? That's fucked up. Okay, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> cut that out, cut that out. No, no, I'm We're an anonymous place right now, sorry. One thing about me, I've never taken, like, a music class or anything, you know? So, like, everything I've learned is because, like, I put, like, work into it, I guess. Like, YouTube, I read, like, like books from the library, just, like, music books. I, I played trumpet before. And I, like, even would host, or not host, I would go to sessions, not to record, but, like, I'd be like, hey, I have Logic X Pro, um, teach me how to, like, start a beat or something, or teach me how to do this, teach me how to do that. And, yeah, so that's how I would learn. I just didn't know any other way around it. So I feel like I use my resources to, like, my, not advantage, but I try to maximize what I learned from it, like, each time, you know? So I think that's how music was for me, like, I didn't really have, like, like an actual background in music. I kind of just, like... You went out of your way to teach yourself. Yeah, and I felt like that was kind of different because, like, I didn't know anybody, like, at the time, like, around my age that was like, oh, I have, like, this dream and I'm going to work towards it. Before we get into it, guys, we're, like, mainly into it. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you check out her music, especially her new EP, Love Bomb. Yes, check that out. So real quick, what I want to go through, right? I want to go through each stage that you've had, right? Mm -hmm. I want you to tell us how did you grow as an artist and what did you learn from these experiences, right? Because the way that I think of each episode, right? When I go back on my episodes, I look and I can kind of put myself back into that time in my life, right? What I was feeling, what I was going through and the exact things that were kind of like impacting me, but also how I grew from that experience. So I was pretty young when my mom... She approached the church choir, and she was like, how can my daughter sing with you guys, you know? So that was kind of, like, forced, but I guess it was, my, like you said, my first experience really with music and working with other musicians and stuff. That was, like, actually my first time singing with people who were actually, like, playing instruments real time and, like, at mass, too. Like, I don't know. I guess what I learned, I mean, like I said, I was really young, but... That was still like a foundation, like that was still part of my foundation. Like that was a building block for sure. I take so much interest in that because that's a foundation for a lot of artists, right? Chris Brown, XXX Tentacion, all these artists that you wouldn't really think like, damn, they started in the church, right? Sometimes I think about that. I'm like, damn, had my mom put me in church choir, maybe I would have made something. But <laughs> it'd be like that. Yeah. Um. So next, the voice. 
how did you grow as an artist and what did you learn from that experience like i've said like i sang in front like at restaurants family parties but the voice like that was my first time auditioning for something for sure so that's a different type of nerve you know there's like good nerves before you sing in front of a crowd because like you know that you can sing you know but when you audition for something that's a whole different type of nerves so hmm, that but honestly even though i didn't make it i feel like that was the biggest like affirmation i had that actually made me go towards that direction of wanting to make like music more because there's been points where like i want to give up but the voice like i thought not making it would like not destroy me but like be like oh fuck like you know like i didn't make it i didn't have what it takes but so like the first round um it's a group of people and then you the whole group goes in and you sing in front of like judges so when i when we're all practicing and stuff a lot of people there's like a dude there who like already made like two rounds before three rounds and like i sang like everybody was taking turns so when i sang he was like oh yeah like you got what it takes like you shouldn't even be nervous like blah blah blah. so like when he said that to me i was just like oh shit like the way he said it too was like oh you got it and i'm over here like freaking the fuck out and stuff and so when i tried out and they said i made it like they gave like a slip to the person once they left i was like oh shit like that was like that made me feel good as fuck it made me feel like what I thought was true, you know? Because, like, sometimes when you really love doing something, obviously you're going to be, like, your number one fan yourself, right? But, like, when someone else is like, oh, yeah, your shit's good, like, that just makes it real for you. I don't know. So that was, like, so I didn't make it, right? I got too nervous the next round. But, like I said, I still I still was like, okay, cool. Like, a lot of people that I didn't know that I met that day of, Seeing I sing really good, like, that's what made me, like, want to keep going, for sure. So, mm-hmm. that's what I learned out of there, how to control my nerves. Um, I guess only pay attention to, like, good energy that you have around you. Because, obviously, like, especially, like, in music, there is, like, a comp- like a competitive vibe. So, I feel like ignoring that and only really internalizing the good aspects of it like it's, it's a good way to drive yourself i would say it's more so a balance of the two right because with that balance you're able to use the negative as fuel that's how i look at it right because there's always going to be competitive energy no matter what you're doing you know even with podcasts i feel like there's some sort of competition right because say any other podcast in chicago i'm sure they're looking to have more views than me more followers more anything than me even get more high profile interviews But at the end of the day, it's really like, okay, I'm not going to let anybody hold that over me. I'm going to be the best me I can be and continue to grow the platform as much as I can. But something you did say was that you kind of had that validation, right? You kind of had that validation and you felt that, okay, now that other people see that, that was kind of not enough for you. But in that moment, it felt like it was enough, right? Yeah. How much does somebody's opinion really weigh on you? I guess it depends who they are, you know? So, like, say it's someone who doesn't really know what it takes to, like, make a song or something, and they're, like, just hating, then I disregard those type of comments. But when it's, like, other artists, other creatives, 
I kind of like, like you said earlier, take it kind of like as fuel. Obviously, like I'm human. Sometimes I'm just like, ah, they didn't like it. Fuck, why, you know? But then, like you said, like it, it kind of fuels me. I'm like, all right, like they don't like this. I'm just going to go harder next time. I'm just going to make a better song next time. Like I can only grow from here, you know? So I feel like, like you said, it's good to have a balance. It's good to like be grateful for those who do support you. But then the do- those that don't, it's kind of like, I'm still going to be doing me, you know? Like, I'm still going to, what's for me will be for me, and what's for you will be for you, and there's nothing we can change that about each other, you know? Go ahead and talk about you and Castle, right? You guys have, like, a very special, unique relationship. I know who Castle is because of Sydney, so, you know, talk about that relationship and how you guys have grown together. Um, Shout out to Castle. That's my bestie. Who? Wait, 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 wait. Who is it on his tag? Is it Sydney or you? Oh, no, it's Sydney. Okay. Yeah, it's not me. We've been friends for, like, over a, a year now. And honestly, he's such, like, he's one of the coolest people, like, I know for sure. Like, and it's not just me. It's, like, like, have you ever met somebody that, like, they just have, like, good energy and it just attracts people to that, that they're, like, because everybody i met say says the same thing about him like you will learn something each time you're with castle like you will get inspiration every time you're with castle it's just i've never met anybody like him to be honest and i never had a bond musically with anybody either so it was cool that like with him it's there's like so many moments where we just connect musically we know exactly what we mean when we're tracking something when he shows me a b and like you know so yeah our friendship is pretty good i feel like even beyond music like he's a great person like will listen to you he's very caring um you know regular regular pisces vibes but yeah i mean he's great like he's shown me a lot of things in music that like i've never known before like which opened like so many creative doors in my head that i didn't like know i could open before it's like crazy what are some of those things that you think he's unlocked like i mentioned before i never took in like a a music class like i've only been like in like a school choir and but i never like had singing lessons none of that stuff you know so when it came to like tech like terminology and music and stuff he really like made sure i knew that shit you know so oh i knew punching but like just like octave or like um like, when we do harmonies and stuff, like, now I know, like, which, which notes that would sound good with this note if I sing it. Like, that I didn't know before. Like, I knew what harmonies was, but I didn't know how to, like, make a nice-ass-sounding harmony, you know? He showed me that. He showed, he showed me how to play piano. Like, I've always tried to play piano on my own, like, through YouTube and stuff, but he's really, like, showing me. And that's the thing, like, he does that for, like, everybody. Like, if you approach him... And, like, you're, like, yo, like, how do you do this? Or, like, do you know how to do this? Like, he will gladly show you step by step how to do it. Like, he just loves music that much that he he has, like, this whole vision that he wants to bring Chicago together, you know? Because, I don't know. I mean, I personally never been to, like, a different music scene, like, at a different city. But, like, he has. So he sees, like, the differences between, like, the music scene and how like people are like in clicks in Chicago but then you go to Atlanta and they're all working together you know um so he's like he really is trying to make that come to life like just like building a community 
you know, in Chicago. And I think he's like the one that's going to do that, to be honest. So many people say that shit, right, about Chicago. They're always saying that Chicago doesn't work together. Chicago people don't like each other. And I really disagree with that. Personally, I disagree with it because there's so many so many artists that I know that will go out of their way to go help someone else, right? Or they'll go out of their way to come onto the show. And to me, especially when they're bigger artists, like a D-Lo, right? D-Lo didn't have to come onto this show and do it, you know, do it for free. Just come and show love. We had a fucking dope-ass conversation, and it was so free-flowing, and he was very open, and that's something that you don't see from a lot of artists, right? So for me, Chicago artists, I think that they're very open to working with one another. And everybody has this idea, right? Everybody says that, oh, we want to unite Chicago. We want to unite Chicago. But at the same time, a lot of people say, oh, well, Chicago people don't like each other. So where is this idea coming from? You know what I'm saying? That Chicago people don't like each other, but everybody wants to work with each other. Make it make sense. I'm not saying there isn't a community in Chicago already that supports one another like I know I know a lot of artists that like support me and I support them, you know? It's like very natural because like I feel like if you want to see others win just as much as you want to win, like you're just going to attract those people that are supportive, but I feel like with anybody who's pursuing something, there's always going to be like haters. Always. Hey, who be hating on you? I saw your post. Who be hating on you? Oh god, let's not bring this up. I don't know. Just I just really dislike when I show support to somebody and there's like no response, but they're like the first one to watch your stuff and no support shown. So I'm just like, that's some weird energy. I don't know. I'm big on energy and stuff. I mean, it could be just like whatever, but I don't know. I take it personal, I guess. I'm like in this point in my life where I'm like healing and stuff. I just want peace and whatever, like, I feel like I align with, like, I'm going to do it, you know, so the whole astrology and like the crystals okay just let me be okay if that makes me feel better than shit you know because a lot of people think it's like i get it i know it's like a trend whatever girls like that but shit it makes sense to me you know <laughs> who hurt you bro we're gonna get into that so you don't gotta answer that just yet <laughs> fuck <laughs> before we get into that though i really did want to touch on you know you and castle right because obviously you guys complement each other so well. In what ways do you guys complement each other and also contrast one another? When it comes to stuff like this that mean a lot to me, it's hard for me to put it into words because I don't want to, like, undermine how much it means, you know? But um, I feel like we complement each other a lot because we've been through some stuff, you know? So, like, when we're trying to make music, I don't want to be, like, it's always sad girl stuff, but... Yeah, you know, because, like, I feel like... All those tracks you sent me were sad boy as fuck. It's okay. I mean, there's an audience for that. I mean, like, Janae Aiko, like, a lot of her stuff is, like, stuff that people can connect to because of experiences. It's not... That's the thing with my music. I think about that a lot. I'm like, should I make a bop, you know, just, like, something everyone could vibe out to? Or should I make something more personal where someone who's... Might, might be going through the same thing or went through the same thing could connect to, you know? Because, like, a lot of, like, what I loved growing up, it was more so, like, underground artists that had, like, something personal to it, you know? Like, you can you can tell there was a story behind the song. So, I don't know. It's, like, a balance I'm trying to get, but what was the question again? In what ways do you guys complement each other and contrast one another? We complement each other so much because we basically have... Like, 
identical music taste. Like, we love the same artists, we love the same type of music. So when it comes to making music, like, we already know what we both like. So, and it's, like, kind of the same thing, so. Yeah, and Castle, dude, he be making demos, he be singing, too. So he be showing me, like, good-ass melodies and stuff. And I'm like, all right, all right, cool, cool. And then sometimes, like, he's showing me how to, like, because, like, before Castle, like I said, I would try to be on Logic X Pro, make my own beats and stuff, because I didn't want to pay for beats. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make my own and record myself. So Castle's, like, kind of showing me more of that. So nowadays, I be throwing down the drums on the track or keys, you know? So it's like we just interconnect in a lot of aspects music-wise. Are there any ways that you guys do contrast then? Ooh, so, yeah. Especially, like, lyric writing. Um, that's where we do contrast sometimes because sometimes I don't – I want to sound authentic. Like, I wanted to sound as something I would say when I talk sometimes. And Castle is more like of um, what sonically sounds better, you know? So, I mean, like, ugh, there's always a balance to everything, right? But sometimes I'm just like, no, I should say this word instead of this. and Or it should be phrased like this, you know? But um, that's the only thing. Especially in the beginning, like, we would, ugh, I would get mad at him because, like, he'd be like, no, sing it a different way, sing it a different way. But now, like, I trust him way more. So when he's saying, like, nah, you should do it this way or hit this no instead, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it because, like, it always ends up sounding good. So, yeah, that's when, that's where we would bump heads a lot. Lyrics and how I would sing something. He'd be like, put more emotion. I'm like, I am putting emotion into it. So I'm just, like, trying to get what he's trying to say. So I feel when you have a good working relationship with anybody or you have a good relationship with anybody, right, you're going to have those ups and downs. It doesn't matter who the person is. But working through that is really what's most important, right? And especially when you're creating these memories with people, right? You're creating these important memories that are going to live with you forever. Eventually, you'll probably even write a song about it because you're like, damn, like, we've been through so much together, right? You know how many outlines I've probably written? All these outlines are based on relationships and memories that I have with people that I probably don't have around anymore. People that I did have around and they're just not as close to me anymore. You know what I'm saying? So those relationships, I think it's important to highlight those. And a lot of the times, yeah, like just like you said, it gets lost in translation, right? Because you can never describe what somebody means to you. You can never describe a certain feeling that these people that kind of make you feel safe in a sense really truly mean to you yeah exactly all right so now we're gonna get really into it you know castle had enough of the spotlight so far today he, he, we found out he sings too he doesn't just produce but like we said you guys are extra <laughs> sad boy with each other all the fucking time talking about some heartbreak shit but it sounds like a lot of the times you're having internal conflicts with yourself right it's kind of i want you here but you fucked me over so i'm gonna cut it out right the song that immediately came to mind was Broken Promises. And how you say, our love is dead, don't call me no more. You know that we're not the same as before. But I don't really want to choose between the truth and keeping you. And really, this is the only part of the song where you're like, damn, I kind of want it still. Why do you feel like you are having this internal conflict? So Broken Promises, um, it was actually one of the first songs I made with Castle, and it was, like, in May of 2021, so, like, a little over a year ago. So I was in a different space for sure. Um, I guess, yeah, like you said, sometimes when you've 
gone through so much with somebody, it's hard to, like, let go completely right away. I mean, especially when you're, like, like I'm a, I'm a lover. Like, now I feel like it's easier for me to cut off. But, like, before, it was, like, harder for me. I just, like, felt like. Yeah, like, kind of, like, but, like, it sucks because I'm not like that, like, for real. I'm not actually, like, a, okay, you fuck up once, by type of person. But it's, like, nowadays I'd rather do that than get hurt, you know, because, like, I already got hurt once, and it was, like, really bad. So you kind of want to avoid that after you've been through something like that. So, yeah, so sometimes it sucks because, like, when you're in, like, in a toxic relationship, it's not always bad bad times like there's good memories there's good times it's a lot of ups and downs like more than you would want but sometimes like yeah the thoughts do come to you especially when you're lonely and stuff you're just like damn I do miss when we would go do this or go do that but then you gotta like snap out of it and be like oh no like he did this he lied then you're like okay nah bad bitch bad bitch but like yeah so it's hard you know it's a part of moving on like it's still a step forward forward you know so the reason i specifically chose these lyrics so is right because when the love dies it's kind of like you want to salvage it right you want to continue to do everything you possibly can to say damn i didn't fail i didn't fail at this Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's more so of a you thing than it is of i need to fix this because when it comes down to it, it's like here's my point of view right because definitely had enough toxic relationships but It's like I'm failing myself. I allowed myself to put so much time and effort into this, and I reflect on all the things that I didn't do because I put so much energy into this relationship. And that's why at this point I've put myself in a position where I'm not going to let somebody take over my life in the sense of I'm going to put what I love over over them, right? Or Or like them over what I love. That's what I meant to say. Because... There's how many people in the world? There's one you and there's one thing that you really love to do. So why am I going to let somebody who says they love me and can fuck up any day destroy what I got going on, in a sense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why Broken Promises? Why that title? Okay, so actually, there's not that much me to get to it because I always you cannot... You random titles? Yeah, not random titles, but I... I have difficulty naming my song, so I'm just like, all right, what's a word that's in the song? So, baby, I don't break no promises. So I didn't want to put, don't break no promises, or I don't. So I was like, all right, broken promises. And it was crazy because, like, after I made the song, <laughs> like, one of my favorite artists, Summer Walker, like, released her track list for her album that just, like, came out. And one of the songs was Broken Promises. So I was like, ah. Uh, I'm going to still keep it, whatever. But why that lyric? I d- I've been trying to put it together since you sent me the song, and I'm like, bro, why is she saying she doesn't break any promises? You can be the perfect girlfriend. You can be the perfect partner. You're not jealous. You cook. You clean. You make them happy. Whatever. But someone can still fuck you over, you know? So that's what I was saying. Like, I don't break no promises, you know? Like, I don't know. When I'm very into somebody... I give them my all. So, like, if I make a promise, I'm going to keep it. Like, if I say I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it, you know? So when someone else doesn't do that, it's like, ah, like, how come me that I like, love you so much, I can, like, keep my promises? You claim you love me, but you can't. You know what I mean? That's the kind of thing 
that was thinking about in the song. It's funny because I've talked about that shit. I've talked about it in the sense that like somebody can be perfect, just not perfect for me, not the yeah. person for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm thinking of the one specific situation, and you know, you've heard the song uh, "Yo Que Sera Marla" from Aventura, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, so in the song, you know how he says, you know, you're the perfect girl, just not in my world. So I would always compare it to that situation because I'm like, you know, this person did do everything they could have possibly done. But sometimes you're just in a position and I don't know what that guy was going through. Right. But you're sometimes you're in that position, just like you said, where I can cut somebody off the next day just because I don't I'm not in the space to actually accept that type of love. Mm -hmm. But like I said, this theme of the album or the EP really does carry over where there's the internal conflict you have old habits and keep you close right where you share that theme and it's kind of like once you're going through that you keep hurting other people right because it's like i want you here but i don't just like keep you close right i wanted the songs to kind of reflect like how like I mentioned earlier, a relationship could be, like, ups and downs. So, like, a lot of my songs, it does talk about, like, you know, you make me feel good or, like, we have, like, good times together. But then, like, when it's bad, it's, like, really bad, you know? So I guess I just want to highlight that, how, like, that's why it becomes so hard to, like, make a decision to, like, not be with someone or not because there are good times that you want to hold on to, but then, like, you have to think logically, like, think with your head instead of your heart and just be, like, no, like, that's not what I deserve. This is not what I'm in for. Like, you know, like, if I'm not doing this to you and you do it to me, like, that shit sucks, you know, because you would just expect the same energy towards somebody that claims they like you too. And that's the thing, like, like you said, like, not everybody, like, you can be, like, the perfect dude, but I'm not feeling you. Like, it's okay. I feel like vice versa too. Like, if a guy doesn't like a girl, there's nothing wrong with her, you know, but... I feel like communication would be good. I think that's where a lot of guys and girls fuck up. Like, you got to be honest with how you're feeling. You, sometimes you don't got to be inclusive. Just so you know, if you, if you feel a certain way, say that shit. You no, don't, yeah, don't got to. No, it's because I know it goes both ways. Like, I've, I've had guy friends that, like, girls will lead them on. I had guys lead me on. So it can go both ways. That's why I kind of want to highlight. I don't want to just say all guys. The reason I bring these songs up keep you close in old habits right is because like i said once you've been hurt one time it's kind of like you build this wall up you build this wall up that you're never gonna get hurt again and you're willing to hurt other people because you don't gotta be the one that gets hurt you don't gotta be the one that has to deal with these issues and it goes back to the drake song take care right where uh, right away when they open up the song they say i know you've been hurt by someone else i can tell by the way you carry yourself and man that shit it hits because every time you have these new experiences with love everybody impacts you in a different way everybody hurts you in a different way and you don't always see it right away people see it in you before you see it in yourself and that healing process a lot of the times at least for guys right it's fuck it i don't care i'm gonna go get lit cry about it later be sad about it later and that's what i mean by you don't see it you always feel like oh i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay until one day it's just no i need to do better right 
So how has your perception of love changed over time? Before, I had high expectations for love, for sure. Even, like, after I had a really long relationship, I still had those expectations. Like I said, I'm a big lover. But I feel like I let... Now I just let people let me down more than hurt me, I feel like. Um because I don't have those expectations anymore. I kind of, like, lowered them. So then where does your perception stand now? Now I have lower expectations. I don't... But why? Why would you change your expectations just because somebody's not meeting them? Because I'd rather not get hurt. And also, I'm big on, like, energy. So if you seem like you have good intentions, I am the type to give you a chance, you know, and still hold those expectations, I guess. But if I see you're, like, a player and stuff that's where i kind of just don't i don't feed into it anymore i don't let myself get hurt I, i'm let down yeah because obviously like when you like someone you want things to work out you want things to go your way but if they don't then kind of have to take it with a grain of salt now especially now a days how the dating seem seems like it doesn't seem genuine anymore it's more like just to not be lonely anymore which is why it don't work out, because it's for the wrong reasons. So in the song From Time by Drake with Janae, he says that, Who the fuck wants to be 70 and alone? You don't even know what you want from love anymore. I search for something I'm missing and disappear when I'm bored. But girl, what qualities was I looking for before? And man, that shit hit. I was listening to that song today. I listened to that specific lyric today. And that shit was real. It was, man, what was I looking for before? And, you know, I get what I'm looking for and then I get bored. Especially when you're young, right? You, you're always searching for something. You're kind of searching for that missing piece in you, that person that's going to give you everything that you don't really have. And once you get it, you realize, is this really what I need? Is this really what I want in my life? And then how do you tell that person that this isn't what I want? You'd spent all this time chasing them. You finally got it. And it's like, yeah, I'm good. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me no more. And just like you said, people don't want to be alone. It's who the fuck wants to be 70 and alone? And to us, you know, when you're so young, it feels like time's going so fast that the end of the world can come at any day can come at any time but you also have that feeling of damn i'm young i can't just settle down right now because what else can i do what is what am i going to be stopped from doing because of this it sucks when you think you want somebody and then you get to that point where you have them and then you realize you're contemplating if this is what you really want or not because of like past experiences. I have times where I go after somebody. It's all good. Not, there's no bad signs, red flags. You're but a red flag. I'm the red flag. Yeah, you're the red flag. Yeah. It's six flags over here. When you get to that point that you actually, something could get out, come out of this. It could become, it can grow into a relationship. But then you start having those, you know, those thoughts like, if I'm in a relationship, I can't do this. Or do I really want to give up my personal time for this person? Do I really want to put my all into this person? And that's where it sucks because that's when you realize you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're just with this person because you're lonely. 
and it's not real. And I think that's why people are scared to pursue an actual relationship because they don't want all that time to go to waste because it's a lot to be in a relationship. It's not just we're together, it's a title. It's like you're putting your all to somebody, you're putting your time. Like, time is so valuable. Like, we're on this earth for a limited amount of time. If I'm giving you a piece of my time, like, we're going to make it worth it. If it's not worth it, then that's when I'm going to have to say goodbye, you know? So it's it's hard to differentiate when it's a time to be like, okay, I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to try to grow this into something. I'm going to, you know, put effort into it. Then to be wrong, that's where it, yeah, it's hard. What experience was it that caused you to just, you know, build that wall, like I said? I was in a very, very, very toxic relationship for about, like, four years, maybe five. Um, and, yeah, it was really hard to get out of it. So once you're out of that, you're out of that space, you take a step back, you reflect, and then you're like, wow, that shit was fucked up. I should have never allowed someone to do this to me. I should have never let someone doubt what I like my intuition was thinking, you know? You always got to believe what you think cuz if your gut's feeling some type of way, you got to you got to put that into consideration, you know? So, coming out of that relationship, that's when I had different a different look on love. So, I just worked my way around that, have different expectations. And then I learned how to be on my own. I feel like that's one thing people don't do. Once they leave a very toxic relationship, right away I feel like people want to go looking for someone else just to fill that void. But you really got to sit back with yourself. You really got to know what you like, know how you are when you're alone, know how – because when you're with somebody, a lot of the things that they do, you start doing it too, and you're influenced easily by what this other person is doing. So when you know yourself, know what you like – know how you are when you get this way you know how you are when you're at your lowest at your highest it's easier to find somebody and not be so rose-colored you know glasses with them you are more aware of those signs and those red flags so that's what helped me I mean if it wasn't for that relationship I probably would still be getting fucked over time after time there's a point where someone's like yeah that's it I can't allow no more so for you, how do you feel like this impacted your development as a person and how you view life? I feel like you can never put something past someone. That's my thing. It sucks that you have. I have to live that way where I have to have my guard up. But like I said, we're all on this earth for a limited time. So you do what you want to do, you know? So if you feel like this person is not, you're not going to be able to deal with them on the long in the long run, what's the point in continuing it you know so i think that's the thing life is just too short do what makes you happy be around the people that bring you happiness support you cut out anything that gets in the way of that basically before it was so hard for me to like put myself first and be like no like i don't deserve this anymore so now i know when to put an end to things i know my limits when it comes to love i guess the lyric that immediately came to mind was uh beware from big sean it was uh fuck i don't know the one before it but it's not a problems that he gotta deal with i gotta hear that 
That lyric again. So the lyric was, I'm supposed to get past you, and she called the next guy spilling some real shit. Now they promise that he got to deal with. So, and it's also, you know, Drake, where he says, um, what the fuck was it? Dealing with, a, dealing with a heart that I didn't break. Hmm, yeah. It's a lot of that shit, and that's what I really thought of when it came to this, right? Is, yeah, you were heartbroken. It sounds like bad, for real. But once you get past that, it's really, okay, how's the next person going to handle that? How does the next person have to deal with it? Society views heartbreak as, like, a very bad thing, right? And I don't... I see why, but I also don't see why. Because when you get your heart broken, when you go through any type of tragedy, you're able to break yourself down and build yourself back up. You're able to take away those qualities that kind of fucked you over in a sense and change it to be okay how do I become a better person how do I become somebody that can still be the same me without having to completely change who I am and I think back to this conversation I had with this one girl where you know some shit happened with her relationship and I was like okay so then how are you so how are you still so open to the idea of love how are you still so open to all these things that you want in your life after somebody did you like that and she's like well I'm not gonna change the things I like about myself just because somebody broke my trust you know what I'm saying so when she told me that shit that shit that shit literally completely changed the way I was thinking and going about things, right? Because, like I said, I definitely had my heart broken. I definitely was in a place where I was selfish. I was doing things for me, and I changed how I loved people, right? Before, I was always this type of person that would do anything I could for the person that I loved. I would go above and beyond and just give my all, and at some point, I kind of lost that in my in myself where I wasn't doing that. I was just being this person that I'm like, okay, fuck them. I'm going to do me. I'm going to focus on me and everybody else can come second. I feel like I'm in that stage right now where I put myself first and I'm not really spreading love how I should be because I wasn't like that before. I was pretty open to sharing love and not expect anything in return, I guess, but now I feel like I am preserving myself more. Like, that's how I see it. I'm preserving my happiness. I'm not letting anybody, anything get in the way with that. Because are they the ones paying my bills? Are they the one there when I'm super sad or crying? No. So that's kind of why I put myself first. And, and I feel like everyone should do that. So if everyone's just doing what they feel like it's best for themselves, then it shouldn't be worried about what the other person's doing i don't know if that answers your question but um it's hard to navigate that for sure when to give love when is it worth it to risk giving your love out giving your time and happiness and just navigating that with all the other things that you're doing right obviously you know you got your family you got a whole lot of other things that you got to take care of first so for you how do you really decide that it's hard especially nowadays with like the pandemic and stuff people are more isolated so I feel like I really isolated myself as well and focused more on what's closer to me which is family my job career school and that just leaves the rest of that time outside of that is very small so 
it's either I use that time left I have remaining for myself or with people I love. So it's hard for, I don't know. I know some people that can have like five friends and keep up with them, you know? They're good friends. But for me, I feel like to be a good friend, I can only have like two friends, three friends, because I don't have that much time, you know? And it's not that I don't want to make more friends. It's just that if I do make friends, I'm not going to be a good friend because I don't have enough time to show how much I care for them, hang out with them, you know? So it's hard. It's hard in that aspect, I guess. So the last thing I really do want to ask you, right, because we talked about your album being, or EP, fuck, my bad. Because we talked about your EP being really with that internal conflict, right? That internal conflict of I want to love you, but I really can't. And love bomb. Obviously, people say that, oh, that person's love bombing you because they give you so much love and then they just take it away. What was the real meaning behind it? Behind the EP or behind the song Love Bomb? Both. I feel like when I love, I love pretty hard. There's always, especially in a toxic relationship, there's an extreme end to bad times and good times. And then when it all gets really bad at the end, it's kind of like bound to explode. Kind of like Taurus type of thing. Um, when I was thinking of the title, I wasn't really thinking of the actual term love bombing, love bombing, like giving all your love and then taking it away. But I was thinking more like shit can go down when you love somebody. Like you let shit go to an extreme when you love somebody. So that's kind of like my thing. That's That's what love bomb was to me, like ups and downs. And then when it clashes, it's it's bad, but it has to happen for you to get to the other side of that situation. So, because any relationship you get into, you're gonna learn something from that. You're gonna learn what your limits are to someone lying to you. How you gonna how you forgive somebody. You learn a lot about that. So when there's a lot of ups and downs in the relationship, it's bound to hit some type of wall. You know what I mean? And that is either going to tell you you're going to stay with this person or you're just going to move on. So I think that's what I was thinking about, especially in the song Love Bomb. When I say everything comes to the light eventually, you can give your all to somebody, but they might be doing some shit behind your back. But if you're going to keep doing that, it's all going to it's all going to explode in the end. It's all going to come out and it's not going to look pretty. So love is always isn't always pretty. You know, that's the one thing that I can say is. Like, another beautiful thing about it is that it's not perfect. And that's what I tell people a lot of the times when, about myself, is that I'm not perfect and I don't want to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Because perfect things don't really exist. And this idea that you're chasing something to be perfect, you're, like, it's never going to be that. It's never going to be easy. It's never going to be, oh, this is what it is and things are never going to be perfect that's how i view it it's like the idea of love being perfect and just there's never any issues there's never any bad to it that's not real and when people want you to be perfect right that's never going to happen because humans are flawed and that's kind of what makes people that's what makes people's stories and their background so amazing right it's how they were formed how their thoughts were shaped, and what really made them the person that they are today. And I mention that because for you to love somebody, you got to accept their imperfections. 
two imperfect people are never going to make a perfect situation. So how can people come up with this idea that, oh, love is supposed to be perfect? Or they're trying to achieve a perfect picture of love, what they think is perfect to them. What's your perfect picture? My perfect picture is finding someone that you're accept, like you said, accepting their flaws, but also who you want to grow with. Because especially at our age, we're pretty young, so we haven't found ourselves fully. So if you find somebody that is willing to grow with you, learn things with you, go through these phases of life, then that's how it's held down, you know? So, because if you're always thinking, because, like, we're all humans. Like, we all have our flaws. We all have our secrets, our little habits, bad habits. If you find somebody that accepts that, that's all you really need. Everything else follows that. You got to accept who you who you're with you know you can't just be with them and not like what they do just not cheating right because that that was the main thing that was the main theme yes yeah that's definitely the main theme um i hate cheaters with a fucking passion because we are grown we can put our needs we can separate our needs and our wants and we can vocalize what we want to the person we're with out of respect for them. I would expect, you know, but people are just so, I don't know, just so in the moment that they don't think of someone else. That's how you know it's not true love. Because if you really love someone, you won't even have a thought of, ooh, I'm going to go with this girl or blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not true love. Why are you wasting this person's time? Why are you wasting their time? Time, you can't get time back. You can tell, like, I don't know. I guess people just don't have the balls to tell somebody, hey, like, I'm not feeling you as much as before. I want to see other people, you know. That can go a long way. It might suck. Like, don't get me wrong. The other person might feel shitty, but I guarantee you they would rather know than to continue on thinking everything's perfect and then find out by, like, somebody else or catch catch you off guard that's gonna suck even more that's more wasted time that's more built up emotions for that person just to be shot right in the heart you know what i mean were all these songs about the same person nah nah it wasn't um keep you close and um yeah i would say keep you close and old habits were made last year so in that time in my life I wasn't directly like oh I'm writing about this one person but my experience came into play when I'm lyric writing so obviously I wanted to surround a theme and what I experienced is gonna it's gonna be shown in my art you know yeah because I wouldn't really sing about stuff I haven't been through you know I wouldn't sing about me like for example, like, I wouldn't sing about, like, me growing up in the hood or something because I wasn't, you know. I'm going to sing about something I went through. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be genuine. And whoever connects with that, they probably went through the same thing. So it's kind of like therapy. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you discussing your EP with us, even though we paused a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like a lot. Like a lot. That's going to be all, guys. Thank you for watching today. Make sure you go ahead and stream our new EP, Love Bomb. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, everything. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, subscribe. Sad boys for real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.